what's going on champagne sharks this is trevor you can find me on twitter at ricky rawls r-i-c-k-y-r-a-w-l-s and i have with me mike hello everyone this is mike you can find me on twitter at black exception one thank you for joining us oh man i like the new you man you sound very professional yeah man i'm working on my I'm working on everything. You sound like you're ready to get a book deal like like D Ray, man, and, <laughs> and get chased out of uh, town. Yeah, only only thing is, I'm a man of the people, and they won't <laughs> they will embrace me. They won't uh, shun me and run me out of town. You know. I don't know the extent to which we've discussed uh, D Ray's like protest crashing and hijacking of movements and everything on the air because i forget what we say on air and what we say on twitter but i mean i know i've talked about it a lot in twitter but i feel like we've talked about it here about how he's been kind of like a shill for a teach for america and he crashes yeah. protests and takes the attentions away from the actual local protesters and then when the cameras leave he leaves too and the protesters don't actually get their concerns heard and meanwhile him and his ilk kind of um walk off holding the bag um, basically you know boost their profile uh, yeah make it seem like there's just this you know that they're, they're the, you know yeah i don't i don't think we've discussed it much uh on the show we've definitely talked about it behind the scenes uh, yeah ever since he came on the scene yeah we talked about it behind the scenes and i know we talked about it a lot on on twitter but i mean basically something happened today in uh ferguson where and by coincidence um on the Patreon for paid episodes, we released a Duray-themed episode about his new book. This is not a total coincidence because he's there to promote the book. So, Oh, I yeah, mean, I didn't get a chance to listen to that one yet. Yeah, but we were making, uh, we were talking about the chapter. I got a copy of the book. I, I pirated oh, okay. it. I, I wasn't going to spend money on that. I, I, I pirated it. You didn't, uh, <clears throat> you, 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 you paid for it legitimately. <clears throat> No, no, no! I pirated it. I, 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 I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it real. Uh, and um, yeah, so that thing was very bizarre. It is a very bizarre book. Huh. It's like um, I want to call it a great values Tanahasi Coates, but I can't even call it a great values Tanahasi Coates because great values brand is like cheap, and this is a full price book. This is like. 25 hey, don't not great value i mean a great value has some good stuff so i don't you know well well whatever a knockoff brand is that's like lower quality than uh, do you remember brand. going to the grocery store I, I i'm definitely gonna date myself with this one do you remember going to the grocery store and no all grocery? the generic shit would be just like in a white box with black lettering yes and and do you know what happened i went somewhere those are, they used to make a store called no frills mm-hmm. and everything in there would just be the white boxes <laughs> It was the yeah, weirdest they, 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 cornflakes. Just a, a, a white box, yeah. black letters, cornflakes, or yeah, corn yeah. chips, or nacho flavored corn chips. And these are called it no. These are called it no frills. And I think Walmart and those things put that out of business because they all came out with their own brands, which is yeah. the, the replacement of no frills. You know, you know what's worse than no frills. What was worse than no frills was the cereal knockoffs that would try to make their own character. And to me, the, the point of the that's character, sad. yeah, yeah. That's sad. To me, the point of the character is the kid has some kind of affinity for it. I, I don't yeah. think kids just go and just like any characters. It's the it's the, the commercials and oh, yeah. the catchphrases. Well, the, 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 the theme behind the no frills is 
you know, we're gonna bring you this product as equally as good at a lower price because we're not gonna try to market it to you with yeah. gimmicky cartoons and shit. Yeah. So that and seems this, like they. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This this wasn't this wasn't uh no frills really. It was more, it was more um what do you call it? I I guess I guess the knockoff brand because because no frills is really like no frills like you said the white box and the thing on it. But yeah, they would put like these fake characters, like you know. Uh, so it would be like Frosted Flakes, but it would be like a parrot. And it's like, as a kid, I beat my mom would bring it home. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? Like, I don't, I don't know this this, this dude. Like, who, who the fuck is this nigga you're bringing home? Like, he's <laughs> sitting on the box. They told me the tiger, but it's, it's like this two can like, Sam's little brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like they think kids just like any you know character, you know. This, I don't know his voice. I don't know his catchphrase. What's his gimmick? Like, you know, the tricks rabbit, he's trying to get the tricks. And those kids are assholes. They won't give it to him. And, you know, like, everybody has a story. But this is just a parrot. I don't know who he is. The tricks rabbit has to be the most fucked up one because it's, uh, he's called the tricks rabbit. Like, like it's in his name. Mm -hmm. His name isn't Fred or Joe. Or if it is, nobody calls him that. He doesn't call himself that. He's just a tricks rabbit. And he's on the box. But the fucking kids still won't let me eat the cereal. Like that's just like fucking sweatshop labor or something. Like, how how was his face on the box and those asshole kids still won't? I never understood when I was a kid why I was supposed to empathize with those kids. Like, cause I would have given the yeah, I mean, stingy not, fuckers, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. Like, we're supposed to laugh that he can't get the the trick cereal, and I, I used to think those kids are fucking assholes. They're eating a, a box of cereal with his fucking face on it, and they you still have pay for it. Where'd you yeah. get the box of cereal from? Yeah, yes, yeah. And, and you're gonna you're gonna eat this fucking cereal with his face on it and look up in this man's face. And, and you know those kids are white, but you, you know, they never put black kids in that. They that's tease fucking, him with it. Like, yeah, yeah silly rabbit. Can't get our shit. Yeah. And, and tricks are for kids. Fuck out of here. Like I don't know. Well, anyway, I don't even know how we even got on that. But uh, well, you no, were well, you were comparing D Ray to the great value Tanahesi Coates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> and I, I derailed it with the taking enough for great value. You know, I was fucking defending Walmart, right? Let me stop that right there. Fuck great <laughs> value. Yes, fuck great. <laughs> I'm not gonna be on the airwaves defending Walmart brand anything. But but you know, is Walmart brand stuff even good? Like like. I'll tell you that. I'll yes, tell you what, some of it. it. Oh. Some of it. You know what's surprisingly good? You get the great value fish sticks. Oh, interesting. And, and you and I have spoken. Good. We are both fish stick aficionados. Well, I went, yeah, so, I'm, so, I like so, fish sticks. So, so, yeah, yeah, I, I do too. So, I, I trust you. Did we talk about Mrs. Paul's fish sticks? Oh, no, 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 Vandy We talked about Gordon's and uh, we talked oh. about Vandy Camps. Yeah, and I don't know if you agreed with me or if you tried. I think Vandy Camps is the best fish stick that there is. I think that's that's the one we get. It's in the blue box. Yeah, the blue box. The, the fucking blue box Vandy Camps. I don't know what they do. I don't know if they sprinkle cocaine on it. I don't know what they do <laughs> to make it so good. That That is like the uh, the the Rolls Royce of uh, fish sticks. Yeah, it's, it's better than Molly, so yeah yeah exactly there's, there's something going on there but anyway uh deray appeared in ferguson and you know we've spoken we've spoken about darren seals and one thing that's weird mm -hmm. is darren seals in death has become so much more well known than he was alive right. he was on twitter 
beating the drum uh we followed and were followed back by darren seals and talked to him and stuff and he was beating the drum about deray and all the different people being like phonies and he got a lot of pushback but some people you know really listened to him he started building a following and yeah. rest in rest in power uh king d seals uh died eventually he was found shot dead in a car and lit on fire and a couple years a couple years ago to the day huh or or, or maybe yeah the anniversary recently happened which kind of makes the timing of deray's book a little bit even more galling yeah and, and they didn't get along at all yeah and he kept calling out deray's being what he called an activist a-c-t-o-r yes. and basically he said uh, something that we already kind of knew that uh, DeRay just crashes protests and then he and his people raise raise money and then leave when the camera leaves and they kind of gas the people up like, you know, oh, we're down with you. And they said he's basically just a journalist. He just showed up, pictures, tweeted, you know, wasn't really on the front lines. And then um, he didn't actually organize anything and then just, just left and did, a fo- did photo ops and built a name for himself. And he's well, he did some like little live tweets from the scene, like when they were out there protesting, right? He did a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. And then That's... you know what? You know what's weird about it though? And now mm-hmm. you know I didn't, I didn't think about it, but back I, I can remember that night when it was like it was going down, and I was on Twitter, and then you just kept getting. I just you know I wasn't even following a lot of people, but all across my timeline it was like, hey, if you guys want to see like live updates of what's going on right now, follow at D Ray, and you know he's he's on the ground and. They were, it was like they were really pushing him out there because like and then like you know you click on there and he's doing you know I don't uh he was doing those little was it periscope uh I yeah I think was. so I think so I, I mean I really wonder because he seemed to be pretty connected far off the uh, right off the bat I didn't right hear of him bat. I didn't hear from the first week the first week I remember it was like pictures of people like that guy remember that iconic Ferguson picture of the guy throwing back the tear gas yeah with the dreads and the American flag shirt and there's people he like that. He was found murdered too, by the way. That dude? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that one. Yes, sir. No, uh, under, under, under crazy circumstances as well. I don't think he was lit on fire, but uh, I think he was shot sh- shot in his car. I know same a as, couple same people... as D. Seals, he was shot in his car, and then they, they lit the whole thing on fire. I know several people were found shot in their cars in Ferguson that were related to um, protesting. Um, people who were like actually protesting, like like. I like, hope I'm not wrong. I don't mean to put that brother in but, the grave. I know he. I know he got like prosecuted for something. I know that happened. Um, where he got arrested for something. Um, after it. Oh my God! You're right. Ferguson protester Edward Crawford, subject of iconic photo, found dead. Wow. So how many people does that make? Because because Darren Seals wasn't the first. Um, uh, there were a couple. I just didn't know that this guy was one of them. Isn't that amazing? This guy's just like forgotten like that. His name should be yeah. a household name. Even the photos forgotten. Meanwhile, yeah, really, already... I mean that's like that's like probably one of the best kind of uprising stills you've ever I've ever seen. Yes, you know from any 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 protesting event. Maybe it's up there with the with the uh, with the guy with the briefcase at Tiananmen Square. You know, admonishing the guy in the tank to get back. Yeah, it's up there with that. Wow, that's fucking nuts! I cannot believe it. And, and I guess they did they say like, oh, he he died after Darren Seals. Interesting. Oh, they're saying he shot himself, but but they don't think it's a suicide. They're saying, uh, well, well, actually, the police initially called it a suicide, but 
uh, the family doesn't believe. That's fucking nuts. These people getting shown shot dead in cars. I, I don't know that guy, too. Fuck. And meanwhile, like, the Rays, um, you know, just fucking going around doing... Coming Throwing back limp, to the limp ass black power fist with Beyonce and Solange and going to a premieres and going sitting, to the White House. And, yeah, doing Vanity Fair covers with Black Hollywood and and sitting on a, a bed with rainbow socks with um what's what's her name? Katy Perry. You see that one where he's yeah. teaching Katy Perry yeah. about Yeah, this is really what uh, Mike Brown this is really what Mike Brown's legacy should be. Helping yeah, Katy oh. Perry um when cool punch of black people like like um yeah the whole thing the whole thing is just fucked fucked up it's 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 fucked up beyond belief he's a straight oh, but, grifter yeah but i mean anyway um let's see if you could play it uh this one of the people who knew king d seals uh that's what they used to call him he used to call him he was darren seals but he was known as king darren seals or king d seals that's what they called him down there I think all of us used to correspond with him to different degrees on Twitter and stuff. We never met him in person, but he was always uh, calling calling them out. And it's weird after he died, suddenly like a lot of people started knowing about him. We started doing stories about him, and now like I feel people talk about him more now that he's dead, especially in reference to um, Deray. Like like when everybody was celebrating Deray getting ran out of Ferguson today, um, people kept bringing him up all over uh, Twitter and. Now a lot of white people know who he is too. Uh, I think our show might have something to do with that as well because I I noticed a lot of people follow us uh, either on Twitter or on um, SoundCloud or you know, the podcast. A lot of them have been telling me, "Wow, we never heard of this guy," or "I can't believe it. is this for real." Like I thought I was making it up. It's a crazy story, but right. that that D Ray is known for being the Ferguson protester, and people in Ferguson a never heard of him before he got there, and b like like hate him and Right. Very people in Baltimore don't even like him. That's why, that's why he didn't even get any of the vote down there. Like people always he got say, negative three votes. Yeah, yeah. Nobody fucks with him even in Baltimore, where where he's from. Well, he's okay, not but, from Baltimore, was he? I thought he was. Or did but, he just move to Baltimore? I thought he just moved there and decided he's going to run for fucking mayor or some shit. No, I think Baltimore was his hometown, and that's why oh, he moved okay. back there. Because, you know, it was supposed to be thinking, oh, he's the hometown hero. Of course he's going to mm-hmm. win. And apparently he, the people are not crazy about him there. But... Tell me if you can hear this. I'm going to try to play Good for the you, video. Baltimore. I, I wouldn't claim that fucker either. Yeah. Um, so here we go. This is a he shows up in um, Ferguson and King D. Seals actually smacked him in the face for and ran him out the first time. Um, and what happened was what people what people were saying was um, that he knew not to come back. And what people were saying, including uh, this protester, was that he wouldn't come may make the first stop on his book tour uh ferguson or make it any stop on his book tour if if uh king seals was still alive and that he was getting very comfortable and they found it kind of arrogant that he um that he shows up and makes a first stop of his book tour like that and like that place and he's i think he was saying stuff like i think he might say like ferguson made me or something that was yeah. one of his catchphrases you know, he's, you know he's oh i thought it was storm oh a, a storm raised him but I guess Ferguson. I mean, whatever. He's <laughs> he, he's all over the place. But um, the he show he shows up and this guy um, storms. This guy storms the event. And I'm gonna play. It's like a 44 minute video. It's too long, but I'm gonna try to jump around and jump to the key parts. So here goes. Some if you can hear it. 
waiting for it to start up. And he's right too. Like you look around, there's nothing but white people. You're able to hear it so far, right? I'm able to hear it. It's kind of it's kind of low, but I can I can make it out. So he's showing the audience, and it's nothing but white people. There's like four, five black people, like in the whole thing. It's nothing but like NPR type um, sandals wearing white people, like you know, what white liberals. It's in the church. Send me a link. Send me a send me a link to that one. With that being said, okay, it's about to get real ugly when this man get on stage. I'm finna expose him. Long live King Darren Seals, baby. Long live King Darren Seals. I'm talking low because I don't want nobody to see me just yet. Cause I'm about to snap in this place. Cause what you ain't gonna do is come to my city. I think you're going to make some money. Oh, no, you ain't finna do that. So, I'm at the event right now. And it's about to get ugly. I'm talking soon as he hit the stage. I'm about to expose him for who he really is. Can you hear it? What, see, the thing is, we are tired of people making money off our backs. These people continue to make money. This man that wrote a book. You don't have no fame if it ain't for the people that's getting tear gassed and maced. If it ain't for Mike Brown. You know what I'm saying? You done used us up. You can't do it no more. So, it's finna get ugly. Stay tuned. Please let everybody know. Can you hear it okay? Yeah. that's pretty on code i, I appreciate it He's not lying. There's really not a lot.
I don't care how you feel about it. Somebody told me before I did, they said, man, you shouldn't do that, man. Man, bump you. I'm doing just what I'm doing. Everybody get exposed. Nobody is him to nothing. Nothing. No more. I'm at D-Ray event, Melissa. I told you. I wasn't playing. I'm sitting here right now. Got in here free. Facts. Walk right in. They ain't say nothing to me. Facts. You, you sat here and made all this money off the back of this young man. You think it's cool? Be right. Be right. It's B Ray book signing. B Ray. It's his book signing. That's what this is. And then he got Alexis up there. Yeah, Alexis is one of the other protesters that. To talk amongst the protesters to these people and lie to these people? You gonna lie to these people? You know who Alexis is, right? I don't. Um, You remember. When um in the middle of the Ferguson protest, this is after D. Ray and his people kind of fully took it over in the media and became the face of it fully. This is at the time where they, where they the media was there fully and they had succeeded in totally co-opting it. So now all you were seeing were um D. Ray, Brittany, uh, Pacchetti, um that girl. Brittany Farrell, the, the one who... um Yeah, I remember her. Yeah, yeah. The one who said, like, black men are trash and who threatened D-Seals. Uh, is saying that she owes people killed him and this is why she hates black men. Do uh, you remember Brittany Farrell in the middle of it? um Her and another black female protester got married. And then people were like, oh, okay. why is there a lesbian wedding in the middle of a, of a protest? And they kind of changed the topic in the middle of the protest to... um um, black gay love and mm -hmm. how great it is that these two got married and a lot of people were like you know you know like, i'm happy for them but yeah why good for them but what the fuck this ain't got nothing to do with what we're what we're out here uh, uh, rising up against yeah exactly we hear about mike brown and police brutality and you're like in the middle of it like you know and it's all over like uh true love uh all black lives matter not just uh straight ones and you know, isn't this great? And yeah, um, Brittany Farrell's uh, wife, that's Alexis. That's who's on the stage that uh, uh, but she was she was one of the people that um, hit the scene. But uh, yeah, so let's continue. He lying to the people, y'all. Are we supposed to accept this? We supposed to feel like this OK? Man, you in my city, man. Man, come on, be right. Come on now. Uh, I'm going to jump ahead. You tell me to leave and I'll leave. That's How far? Okay, okay, here. The woman's giving a speech. She's introducing the Ray, the white lady. She's really white. She looks like she listens to Terry Gross on NPR. And, and as a reminder, this is happening in Ferguson. It's, it's in the city. This is in St. Louis. Where Mike Brown died, all these white people coming to see Duray, and none of the real activists invited or being listened to. They got some ultimate audacity in the hometown of Mike Brown. I'm skipping ahead. It's just still the white lady introducing. 
They called him a community organizer. He got mad because he's like he's not from the community and he didn't actually organize anybody. He just uh, walked around like tweeting and recording. And uh, he calls up an organizer of Ferguson, even though they were organized before he came there. They have their own organizers. And um, yeah, so I don't blame him. But now this is when uh, they actually introduce him. You've been able to hear everything so far, right? Are you there, Mike? My bad. Yeah, I'm here. I muted the microphone. I, I'm I can hear everything. Okay, cool. So this is when they actually introduce him. All right. This is where it gets good. So the Ray's on stage right now. He's looking all happy. He's there with the Lexus. DeRay is hauled ass off the stage. Stop using us. You have made money constantly off us. Have you not shut up? This is not your... He knows why I'm talking to him. He knows why. Hold on. The white people's voices are so funny. It's like, sir, sir, can you stop? And there's another... That's a lady. And the guy's like, this is not your... Event. Like, they sound like... um, The white people voices that, like, black comedians make in Def Comedy Jam. Like... They really do. Yeah, they do not. They like. They sound so comically, cartoonishly white. Like, I, I in real life, I never hear white people who talk like this. I only see it on the um, on the comedy shows. But these are real life. Uh, these like are the to people attending some brown sugar. <laughs> these are the people who are attending the Rays event. And imagine it's like like eight black people there. There's nothing but white people that sound like this. And this is what's ironic about this. You know what's really ironic about this, right? This is what makes everything so fucking farcical. These people are here to watch a so-called protester that they selected, right? And yeah, I mean, he wasn't chosen by the people; they fucking selected him because you know he's he's safe and make him he makes him feel comfortable. He's not threatening. He's not gonna fuck anybody's hoes. He's not gonna punch anybody's face. He's not gonna take any arms to do anything. He's you know very safe. Um. Somebody actually shows up to protest and they shut him down. Like, you know, you would think you would be celebrating like, oh, now we can see some real protesting. That just shows how fake all this shit is. Like, yeah. the irony of... Uh, He's uh, not an approved protester. He Yeah. He exactly. hasn't been given, you know, validation from them. So well, he's a disruptor. He's not a protester. Well, well, them to, well, well to them, any protesters non-approved protester because there is not really a protester <laughs> like the fact he's a protester period like you know there the is yeah. uh, i don't know what you call the ray but he's not a he's a protest crasher but but it's just so funny that the 
hypocrisy like that white liberals can't see you know yeah. like they think that they support protests yeah. but god forbid they're getting protest or um not just the um, that's just the hypocrisy just the audacity to think that they should be allowed to uh, choose and oh uh, yeah determine who gets to speak for us you know, yeah, nobody's I mean, fucking like you see, it's clear he nobody's fucking with him from the community. Like you said, there's eight, nine people there, and I, and one of them was the protest. And, and yeah, exactly. And not just that, you would think they would look around and even wonder, like they would think, why are we doing? Why it, it's kind of like me, right? When I want mm-hmm. like good Chinese food or good Japanese food, whatever, and when I go places, I'm looking for something authentic. And I see, like, you know, it's nothing like white people or, you know, um, non-Chinese people. You know, a lot of times you wonder, okay, am I getting, like, the authentic thing, you know? But sometimes you don't want the authentic things. Sometimes you want sometimes you want P.F. Chang's. You're like, you know what? I know it's not authentic. That's fine. I'm in the mood for this. But these people are here for something authentic. And to me, when you're specifically there for something authentic, well, supposedly they are, You, I would think you'd wonder why there are no black people there but i mean i guess these people don't care or maybe that maybe that's the point maybe they really don't want anything authentic and that's and that's why they're treating him like this but um i'm gonna hit play again you don't know why you liars you thieves and keep listening for the white voices because they're gonna disappear and be replaced by black ones Yeah, they're escorting DeRay off right now. He's running. You touch me again, it will be a problem. Sir, will you please leave? It's the truth. Sir, will you please leave? You liars! You're liars! Sir, come on. If I can protest the police, I'll protest the enemy. You are the enemy. That is the enemy. They have getting nothing for Ferguson. Mike Brown's still suffering. He making money. He did nothing. I got took gas. I got mates. He stood on the sideline and had a camera. He did nothing for us. Sir, would you please leave? No. <laughs> did you hear him? Sir, would you please leave? Did you hear that guy? The truth needs to be told. Sir, this is not your event. Would you please leave? The truth needs to be told. You're talking amongst us. I am a Ferguson front lineman. I am an activist. Don't, why is this man study touching me? My point is not being made until you guys get up and walk out of this bullcrap event. He- I love that he said that. Like, like, <laughs> you know, my point's not being until you walk out of this bullcrap event. He not belong in our city. He's not for us. If you are for Mike Brown, you wouldn't be here. If you're for Vondarius Myers, you wouldn't be here. If you're for Kerry Bar Jr., you wouldn't be here. If you're for Kajim Powell, who I recorded, and watch two officers kill him. He's the guy who recorded that guy getting killed. Major point. Go. Why are you touching me? Because you gotta go. I'm trying not to be violent. No, I'm not trying to be violent. Bro. I don't want to be violent. Come on. Don't touch me. Now this is what's interesting. The white people disappeared, and now it's black people. So there's only like about like like eight black people there, and for some reason mm-hmm. they're the ones really trying to get rid of him now. Like from this point forward, it's like a black guy and a black woman who are um, trying to escort this guy out. And that kind of really, like, 
hurt me when I saw that. Like, they're basically, you know, being the bouncers for these white people. Pretty much. Don't touch me, okay? Don't touch me. Don't touch me. I'm asking you nicely. I'm asking you nice, sir. We're asking you nice. What's the time on the video, Um, They gotta go. It's 13 minutes. You have to go. You have to go. You have to go. You need to leave. So at this point, he's getting like pushed out of the room, and he's still yelling. He calls all the white people. He says, "You're not for us. That's why you're not leaving this event." Mm, the white guy's back. The sir, you need to leave, guy. This is the black woman. camera works pretty bad so you can't really see the people but it looks like there's three black people and like one white person yeah it's like it's all black people now exporting him out right Man, I wish I was there, man. We'd have set that bitch off. Now, do you see what that black guy said, which was so fucked up? That black guy started doing yeah. the whole, um, like, good cop, bad cop. He's like, hey, brother, I get it. Like, you know, I'm on your side. Like, yeah, uh, I'm with you, I'm man. I'm with you. Like, you're, you're, you're escorting him out. And you're using that whole all skid folk or kinfolk type of shit. This is what they do. Like, you know, they got these black people now doing all the work for them, being the bouncers. I see nothing but black people at this point. Um, we have, I see nothing but, but uh, black people at this point. And then they started doing that whole, like, butter you up. Like, come on, brother. Like, you know, yeah. I'm with you, man. I'm on your side. And, it's, and I like that he didn't go for it. He's like, you know, you're on my side? Like, and, and that's what they do. They they try to like get other black people to kind of put your guard down because they know they know it works for a lot of us. And a lot of us like believe, you know, because the person's black. I mean, that's kind of how we got the ray in the first place. Exactly. Don't. Say yeah, that. I wish you didn't say that. But there was something I don't know if you're able to hear it. Did you hear the white girl that kept saying, "We're staying. We're not leaving." in like a really snotty way like how fucking audacious do you have to be to talk to somebody whose friends died like from the community you're a white person who's coming to that event you i see that shit i see that shit all the time on twitter like you even you, you pointed out they, they just they, they they 
have no boundaries because they feel that they don't apply to them. And I guess because I guess the same lack of boundaries that makes them feel comfortable choosing our leaders and our representatives and and uh, who we're supposed to follow. I guess it's the same audacity that lets them say that. But to say that somebody, because she, she kept saying over and over, she was literally taunting him. She's like, we're still here. We're not leaving this event. We're not leaving. Uh, I don't know if it was able to be heard on the mic, but I was like, what? Yeah, I didn't oh, catch that part Oh, of it. yeah. If you listen to it, um, you'll hear it. Because that's who he's responding to when he says, because you're not here for us. That's why you're not leaving. Because you're not here for us. That's why you're not leaving. And he, and he's right, but he, he's mm-hmm. telling the he's telling the white woman like, um, "You're not leaving because uh, if you were here for us, you'd be listening to me, a guy who actually knows people who died, who was here before the ray and after the ray, you know." But the fact that she can even just say that to, to like a victim, say that to like, and ostensibly be there in the spirit of supporting protests. Supposedly she's supposed to be there in the spirit of supporting protests, and she's gonna taunt a black person who is from that area who knows Mike Brown's family, who uh, filmed one of the people who got killed by the cops. Yeah. She's there for the protest, but the right kind of protest. She's, she's not there for uh, any protest. The genteel, the, the genteel uh, faux protest. Yeah, exactly. The, 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 the uh, mild-mannered, hey, we need to hold hands and get along. She ain't there for the raw passion uh, of, you know, his wounds are still open, man. It's It's... it's it's not been that long, and it's. I don't think it's, you know, and it, it's really the equivalent of putting salt on an open wing. She just, she needs, you know, uh, whatever. Let me let me stop talking crazy. Too. You know, but but you know, what's, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> Somebody who's a uh, a protester from from down there who's fell out with those people on Twitter. Her name is Ashley Yates. On Twitter, she's at mm-hmm. brown brown blaze. So at at brown oh, blaze. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Um. She was uh going off about this too and she's like i'm glad people are finally waking up because she's been calling him a fraud like for a long time and she said something that was very interesting she said while we're at it alicia garza who's one of the black lives um matter founders you know of the three founders canceled an appearance Mm -hmm. in st louis years ago and made local activists out to be violent because she knew folks would confront her the same way they just did DeRay. And um, I was like, wow, that's interesting. So Black Lives Matter didn't appear in Ferguson. And she linked to something which was kind of interesting, right? Black Lives Matter event canceled due to threats. That's the headline, right? So when you hear that headline, Mm -hmm. you see Black Lives Matter event canceled due to threats, you think your first thought would be, oh, it must be racists that are, are threatening it. Why it's canceled, right? And this is what it says a planned lecture at webster university by major activists in the black lives matter movement was canceled due to threats against the speaker movement co-founder alicia garza said alicia garza was one of four scheduled speakers at the event which also included other founders opal tometi and patrice coulores so three of the black lives matter founders and a fourth person um international movement ambassador janaya khan um webster announced on February 2nd that the event, which was sponsored by the Multicultural and International Student Association, notice not the black one, the multicultural one, had been canceled at the request of the speaker's agent. So uh, at the request of their agent, the Black Lives Matter people agent, uh, it was canceled. Um, In an email, 
Garza shared her official statement on why the event was canceled. Now, for those who don't know, Webster University is in St. Louis, Mike Brown's hometown, supposedly where this movement really picked up steam and started. You know, supposedly Ferguson and Mike Brown supposed to be the um, sparking point uh, that put Black Lives Matter on the map, right? So this is where, this is where we find out who's actually doing the threats. So Garza gives this official statement on why the event was canceled. Quote, Earlier this week, Opal and I canceled a keynote address at Webster University in St. Louis due to threats and online attacks on our organization and us as individuals from local activists with whom we have made an effort to have meaningful dialogue. The emotional impact of the attacks has prompted us to cancel other scheduled events this week to take some time to care for ourselves. So they did the whole self-care thing. Uh, like students at Webster, we are disappointed. We all lose when bullying and personal attacks become a substitute for genuine conversation and principled disagreement. Uh, so, so basically, she called the local activists uh, bullies. And who the hell do you think you are? Like, uh, we tried to have a meaningful dialogue. Like, they, you don't have; they don't have to have one with you. You need to try to you coming into their area. Exactly, and you and know, you've yeah, you've like, proven you're not for them. You've um, made big names for yourself. You've all gotten paid. None of the money's gone to them. You haven't spoken to his his father's still alive and active, and in the organizing, none of you talk to his father, offer him money according to what people say. But right. the other thing is, they said that um, they haven't tried to contact them. Like they said a different story, but why would you throw them under the bus like that and call them bullies to the press to like to like white people? Like, and what's interesting is that's one of the few places. Well, you know yeah. why? And they they never started a Black Lives Matter chapter in ferguson where this all sparked off hmm. which says volumes and why because they're not welcome there and what i wanted to do was play an interview with the uh activist i wish i remembered his name i should say his name uh but it'll be in the show notes but the activist that crashed d-race thing someone on facebook um interviewed him to get his take on the um follow-up and this is what he said if you can't hear me if you can't hear it let me know yeah. So when, when, okay. So how do you all feel with the founders of uh, Black Lives Matter that are that that are constantly saying? So I mean, you went into D Ray's um, book signing. I mean, his book tour and shut it down. How do you all feel about um, the three founders of Black Lives Matter? They don't even. They know not to even come down here. Okay. They don't even listen. Mm-hmm. They tried it one time, mm-hmm. and we pushed them. Un- we pushed them clearly away from here. They don't even respond to us. They ain't even try to start a chapter down here. Or nothing. They know not to dare try it. Because you think we shut D Ray down. We we listen, y'all, I want everybody to know we ain't even started. So for everybody that has took a dime off of Mike Brown and every young person that died during this this tormented time, you will be exposed for who you are. So put your boots on, strap them up, tie tight, because baby, we about to have a murder. Everybody get exposed. Mm-hmm. So your whole so D Ray let for one your whole click. We coming and ain't gonna be no stopping. And we got papers to back up everything we're talking about. See, one thing yeah. I've learned in this long time is when you do something for a paper, you can get a favor, and that favor mm-hmm. can take you a long way. So we didn't put a lot of favors in. So now yeah. it's time to expose everybody that has took a dime. No longer would you sit on a, a Carson Daly show 
or sit with Oprah Winfrey or have a Beyonce thinking you were the organizer in Ferguson. You're going to tell the truth when I'm done. You was a journalist, and that's all you had to say. You could have kept a book and say, I'm a journalist, and this is what I did. Don't you right. dare open your mouth and say you was a community organizer because you right. organized a thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, so uh, where's the next spot that D Ray is going to? He's went to Houston tonight, so I. Vibe. Yeah, so they're basically saying that they're gonna try to um, blow up his spot everywhere he goes they do. if they can. I really hope they but, do. Um, I hope it gets bigger and yeah, louder. But because the clip is so long, I can't find the exact thing. But they did say that um, those women did not do any outreach to them, and that they didn't. Um, they never set up a chapter in in Ferguson where it all started and how that speaks volumes because um, you would think if they had any good, good relations with the community or cared about the community, that would be one of the first places they would do it and people would be itching to join it because that's where it started. But that's the amount of bad blood they have they have there. So it's um yeah yeah it's pretty it's pretty interesting. I mean. It's gonna be interesting times because now that um now that his his uh thing is taking off the book and I was kind of surprised at how much of a crowd he even had down there I because I feel like um a lot of that is dead so well no I mean just that just the whole Black Lives if you know nobody really talks about Black Lives Matter anymore the whole like the whole there was a moment where we had all eyes on us and we kind of squandered it by. By these guys becoming yeah. the face of everything. And now nobody even really exactly. cares. Like Netta, you don't hear about Netta. What do you hear about Netta? You hear, you hear like nothing. Um, uh, last, last thing I heard about her was her yeah, coming out of the that's closet. the last thing she did. Um, you don't really hear about anybody. I mean, the, the Black Lives Matter women, you don't really hear about them. I mean, I, I know one of the autobiography. I think no. they might have appeared at the Oscars or something. But they're not really like raising. They're not doing anything. Like... In this Trump era, nobody has even time for this anymore. White people and immigrants and, and trans people, they all have their own problems now. Because now they're like, wait a minute, somebody's about to make us a nigga too. Uh, we don't really have time to really worry about the actual oh, niggas right now. That. Like, you know, uh, somebody's trying to niggerize, niggerize us. Like, like uh, this little <laughs> hobby you had of like listening to you guys. We got to take care of this. We'll be back with y'all in a minute to, you know, take the shine from y'all shit. But right now we got to... Do yeah, exactly. And like you know, this is our pet project. You know, like uh, rescuing strays. But now we're about to get thrown out of our house, <laughs> so we got to put the stray rescue thing on on hold and take care of ourselves. And I feel like that's what's happening in this uh, Trump era. But but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> both these videos—the video of the storming of the thing and the follow-up interview—they're both pretty long. They're like forty-five minutes each, so it's easier for me to just yeah. put it into the show notes than try to uh, keep finding the right parts. And and but the, they're they're worth listening to for for the storming of the um, yeah. event. You really only have to watch like the first half, and then um, the second video, which is the interview, it's it's pretty good, but it's just. Being that's 45 minutes, it's not easy for me to break up and put the best parts. I hope the sound comes out good and that it's able to be captured well on... on. Um, yeah, I heard it pretty good. You were, you were able good. to make out everything. Okay, okay, that, that's good. That's good, yeah. But um, anything else of interest? Uh, besides- you know, I just think... Well, I don't know besides that. Um, I was just thinking about, like, you know, they, you know, he was the only person in there. And this is like, you know, when we're talking about Ferguson, it seems like, you know, they they are still asleep at the wheel. It's like, you know, all this time later, 
I mean, y'all. I mean, you don't have any type of like the whole thing just disbanded. Like, where's well, well, everybody one thing, at? Well, one thing that they're saying, according to the interview, they're saying that this got somebody elected, and they're actually still actively doing stuff. They're just oh, not getting. Yeah, that I heard about that. They finally, they finally got rid of the the, the mayor. Or no, they got a new they got a new prosecutor. I think they, they got a new prosecutor as well. Well, well I don't know. The they've person. been they they've been got rid of the mayor. I think they got they just got rid of the prosecutor a couple months ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They claim to have done all this stuff. This is the one I don't know thing who that did it. This is this is the one thing that I think they're lacking in because they're kind of normies in a way. Well, a lot of black people are kind of normies when it comes to social media. Black what's people. A normie? What's a, a normie? I guess we're talking means, to the choir here, but okay, yeah. Normie just means like you know you just like um the average Joe, like because because Twitter is kind of like, kind of people who are active on Twitter like power users are not the average person. The average person uses Facebook and Instagram. And I notice a lot of these um people like a, a lot of, a lot of regular like black folk are big on right. Facebook. Are we love Instagram, but yeah. it is a certain type of brain to be all up on Twitter. Like like it's not for everybody. A lot of people join Twitter and get bored because they can't figure out how many people listen to them. You know, it's, it's not like Facebook where it's all your friends or Instagram where it's all your friends. You have a built-in audience and oh, you know. Yeah, I remember you kind of remarking about that earlier in regards to this situation as far as like, you know, Darren Seals and his crew, they were all on on Facebook getting active and organizing and then they find out what's going on on Twitter and he comes to Twitter like what the hell? He raised the, the leader of the movement. <laughs> yeah, because uh, exactly because when Darren Seals eventually came onto Twitter and he was so mad, it was after all these people done blew up, and he said how he had no idea these people became the face of anything because he had never gone on uh really been on Twitter like that. And he talked about how a lot of people in the community he had to go on Facebook and tell them, hey, remember that guy D Ray? He's like the face of this thing now. And and what's interesting is this guy. You know, he's still doing the things on Facebook. And what I think they need to do is Twitter and YouTube. Those are the two things that yeah. reach a lot of eyeballs that you don't normally reach. Like Facebook, Instagram, that stuff is for the choir. So, like, you know, even when he was um, doing... I mean, there's a place for it. You know what I mean? But I think, like, after he does... The, he he did he broadcast live on Facebook, right? That's fine. But he should then put it up on YouTube. Yeah. You know, like this woman interviewed him on facebook but she should yeah. then put it up on youtube like, like what this yeah. woman did that was very good the woman that interviewed him she put the video on youtube of the disruption and it went viral and, and Tariq nasheed and myself and other people retweeted it and um she also put a link to the interview with the guy to go viral and that's good we need more of that like people who right. know how to use everything so even though she did the stuff on facebook she linked to everything on twitter but the main guy himself the guy like from uh ferguson who was doing this stuff he still michael seems to be hassel, kind of whatever his name is yes something, something russell uh michael uh, michael uh, hassel michael hazel oh, oh, hassel. oh hassel let me see you are right michael hassel I'm, I'm reading it now yeah yeah so i think that's a big thing that uh people are gonna have to do because one thing about these people like deray and netta and all these people they're very twitter savvy like deray yeah. built, up, built up his whole thing on twitter like he built up his whole brand on twitter like um there's something that twitter is just better for yeah 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 it, it, it's it, like you said it's a, two different worlds 
in in this world, the Twitter world is more suited to uh, activism, I think, than I mean, Facebook. I, yeah, yeah, I think it also depends because, for example, he was trying to get people to come down and swarm the church. Well, yeah, it's good, and that because it's local. For, for, for that, Facebook is that because that's something where he needs to talk to people he already knows. Like Facebook is good, but we need to reach people you already know. So you know, if you you know. Yeah. So like in that in that instance, he wanted people that he knew to go down to the church, and he claimed that uh, by the time he got thrown out, a bunch of his people came down. Like Facebook's good for that, but when it's time to reach strangers, I don't think it's, you can really beat Twitter and YouTube. No. Those things, and so I think there's a place for everything, and they only have half of it um, down, you know. And uh, that's where I'd say the big change is. And this this woman, Yonazda Hill, she um, the one who interviewed um him after the um crashing of the book signing event she did a good thing in that she's using both she um talked to him on facebook she um saw his thing on facebook but she linked to all of it on twitter which is why we even saw or we're talking about it now if it stayed on facebook we'd probably uh not be talking about it right now yeah uh any last things in the news that are um interesting worth bringing up you know there was something, but I it's just oh 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 Torin Torin Walker, uh, friend of the friend and for, and former guest of the show, had a good tweet about this. He said, "There's a cruel irony in a room full of wealthy white donors telling a black working class protester that an event ostensibly about protest in his hometown is not his event." Hmm. That was uh pretty funny. Yeah, um, I, it, and they yeah. don't have any type of. You know, you know, self reflection where they could look at that tweet and be like, you know what, I, you know, I, I, I was wrong. I just don't think it's in them to do that. And a lot of white women and white people in general were popping in black people's mentions mm-hmm. to stick up for the Ray and say that he does have a black following, which is the most amazingly <laughs> uh, brazen thing. Like, can imagine like black people having a conversation and like, and they're all like white women. Like, they came in and said, actually, the Ray does have a black following, and you sound stupid right now. It's like, oh my god, nobody but white people would do that, yeah. particularly white women. Like, like if I saw a bunch of Asian people arguing, say that, hey, this person has no Asian following, like, just because I particularly like that person, like, you know like just because i like that person i i would not think that i know better than them about who asian people like you know i would just think oh maybe i'm wrong about this person being a good asian activist if asian people are saying none of them fuck with them but right. the the audacity and entitlement like i would love to have that yeah. can you imagine it must be great for because they're asking for raises or being on job interviews just be that yeah. irrationally uh entitled you know well, this is not like, the new. Yeah, so woman. They're, they're still, no, they're just, still pushing um, Al Sharpton out there, and you know what I mean. They, didn't they chase him out of out of Ferguson? Or maybe it was yeah, Baltimore. But, but you I know, don't remember. But they, they he's but, still but you know, our leader. To hear them tell it. But it all it also shows it also shows how much they still think they own us. Like yeah, exactly. because because that comfort see because black people or any other non white people, none of us feel comfortable enough to dictate to someone else who their leader is. Like it just shows the extent to which it's understood by them on some implicit level that they have the right to designate who other people's leaders are who are the most important uh well, that's what it means to be white. It means yeah. to be in charge. And they and they, and they understand that. That's right. Authority, I, domination. Even I if mean, you, like, know, well, you know, it, they'll say it with a smile. Well, you know, yeah, D. Ray, he's he's a man for your people. You know, he he's 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 championing your causes. This is the guy you should follow, and, not that old crazy Darren Seals guy. He's just gonna lead you to 
to violence and, and we don't want that they'll not only say that you should follow him they'll say black people do follow him he is the person like, like they'll tell black people actually they'll tell you you're out of touch yeah yeah, yeah. you don't know what the hell's yeah, going you on you don't know who black people like uh, i'll tell you black people like they like who i say they like you know which is like which is just i was like that Chappelle skit i who, who knows black people yeah Remember that skit he did on the Chappelle show? I don't. I don't even remember. But oh, I gotta get to it. It was a funny show. Oh, it was, it's just. It's just fucking. It's just fucking amazing. That that. Yeah. yeah that's you know, sometimes I get really. I look at white people and I say, "Come on, man. Seriously." I know that sounds. I don't mean all white people or whatever, but I just be like, sometimes. I just be like, yeah, but. Wow. That, that is. I just. I just. I. It, I just think like it must be nice to move with that kind of. Like I don't know. It's like, is it? Is it? A, is it? A, does it feel like you have something extra, or does it feel like you don't have? Uh, you know, like you're lighter. You don't have a care in the world. You, you're just floating through life, at, at, and you're normal, and every you know everything bends to your will. And so it's just like, did you see the movie? Sorry, did you see the movie? Sorry to bother you. Uh oh, uh, there's a part where Danny Glover uh tells the the other guy lakeith uh stanford or i forget his name um that, that's not his name out lakeith something but he tell it is lakeith it is no it's lakeith but I, I'm, I feel like i'm messing up the last name but but he says but he says uh yeah use your white voice when you tell the marketing but not like a will smith white voice like the kind of white voice that you know you don't have to worry when your next uh bill's getting paid you have no um not a care in the world and, and you describing they reminded me what danny glover uh was saying yeah it's like they're unburdened by something that everybody else has or you know it's just like it just float they just float through life oh some somebody dm'd me another case of uh a, a white person coming to cape for um oh, oh 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 one of the things that a lot of people are doing now a lot of people are coming out um to say that uh it's really because the race gay that uh the act that the, the local people in uh ah uh, the local people in Ferguson don't like him and that it's uh, black male homophobia. Even though one woman actually admitted he was a fraud, but of still course. said, which to me really makes no sense. She goes, um, she goes, uh, cis straight black folk are happy that the Ray is a fraud. So now they have a valid reason other than him being gay to hate him. I have to laugh. And it's like, wait a minute. So you're she's actually admitting that he's a fraud, but you know, it's still say, well, D Ray, he, he, he murdered six puppies and, uh, you know, they uh they're glad he 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 he's an animal abuser and serial killer, so they can use that as an excuse to not like him instead of his game. Yeah, and, and that's the dumbest shit. I would I would respect her more. She said DeRay's not a fraud. They just hate him because yeah. he's gay. I mean, I don't think it's true, exactly. but at least it makes some kind of internal sense. Oh no, yeah, he's a he's a fraud, but. Yeah, you're just using that as an excuse to gay bash. Him. Yeah, so 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 are you saying that you are going? So is she implying that she's going to ignore that he's a fraud because he's gay? Because that seems to be what she's trying to imply here—that he should be. Um, I mean, I I don't I don't know. But then um, somebody somebody else some 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 white person came in to uh say exposing what truth were you there i spent eight straight months covering the movement in ferguson and st louis i know these people i know who was there and who did what deray and alexis were and continue to be all about the work why are you trying to start infighting so this is a white guy um lecturing um one one of the yeah. local activists like he actually lecturing <laughs> like 
the person who's been to Ferguson and protested alongside uh, the actual people who know Mike Brown's family, like lecture somebody who knows Mike Brown's family. This is this this is a uh, this is a photographer for Time and the Guardian. So a, a white journalist is is lecturing um, who probably took a lot of pictures of Duray is is lecturing local activists about uh, who did the who That's did the work fucking motive phrase. Fuck- Doing the work. Yeah, exactly. What what does the work even mean anymore? Uh, wearing a blue vest to uh, Oscars and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, so someone someone else someone else put. Um, I have mixed emotions about the whole D-Ray situation. I've been following him and other activists since the day Mike Brown was killed. This is what somebody put on Twitter. A lot of people initially rejected him and his help because he was gay. Oh yeah. I, I, okay. Come on. I don't even. Let's that's say bullshit. The, but 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 I'm gonna give I'm gonna give benefit of doubt. Let's say people initially rejected his help because he was gay. Let's say that was true. Okay, he's now a fraud. I mean, he's he's been calling fraud by so many people, so many ex. He was he's been rejected. So how can he still be the face of the movement? Are you gonna keep pushing him to be the face of the movement when he's been but, rejected? But, yeah, but yeah, but not just that. Even if he's rejected because he was gay at one point, the fact that he turned out to be a fraud, why are you still harping on on that? You know? That's all they care that about. A lot like, of these folks, oh, man. This a guy lot was of, a lot of these folks. All they care about is, you know, who's, you know, who's screwing who. You know, and, and you got they got to be deranged, man. You know, when you when you're talking about a kid who got murdered in the street. And then you want to switch the conversation to, you know, sexual orientation and all this other stuff. Something's wrong with when you, you, talk, when you do when that. When you talk about both a kid being murdered um, and then people being defrauded out of money and... and and uh, Government cover-up, your police cover-up of the crime. Yeah, yeah, and people dying. And, and um, somebody taking away resources and attention and awareness from people actually fighting... And even after that, you still want to talk about, uh, yeah, but it's because he was gay. But what I'm going to say is this. Okay, let's say even that started. Like, like, let's say somebody was starting to get picked on or not given the benefit of the doubt because he was black. Right. But then it comes out that. They were right not to give him the person, benefit of the doubt. Because he's not to be a serial killer, you know? <laughs> Yeah. You would think you just want to back up off that. Just be like, you know what? No, these people love to this argue, not- man. They'll they'll die on the smallest yeah. of hills. The, the, they, they'll dig in and just yeah. no, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like even if there was something somebody that was being bothered because that happens sometimes. Sometimes there's somebody who's a victim of something because they're racist, but then it turns out there's a fucked up person, and it's like you know what? This is one time I'm not gonna even do the racism fight because this is not this is not the one like like, like that, that yeah. DC sniper. I'm not gonna argue about him being treated in you know, the races like like that that guy. I'm like okay, you know what? That one I'm gonna have to take take an L on that one. That DC sniper right. guy and was it Malvo and his and that and that remember those two? Uh, I'm like okay, I'm like yeah, uh, John Lee Malvo and uh, boy yeah. I'm boys, like if anything right? kind of racist happened with their arrest or coverage, you know the friend that he was serial killing. I, I you know that outweighs anything else but you know these people want to keep majoring in the minors you know oh no his name was lee boyd <laughs> lee boyd Malvo. yeah yeah so and john allen muhammad i just wanted to get that right i knew it was wrong oh this this is her eventual point this is even sicker she says she follows with i remember specifically that the issue was that a strong black male figure was needed i'm thinking that after a while he gave up with trying to work with them hashtag my opinion hashtag my hunch 
So what she yeah. said is, so she said she don't know shit is what she's saying, <laughs> and she made up a whole bullshit ass story in her head, and it sounds good. So let me put it out there. It doesn't, it doesn't even it's sound good. It doesn't even sound good because and it sounds good in her mind. She, I'm oh well, what do, I'm thinking. This is how I feel. Hashtag my man, stick yet. So so she's saying that. He actually wanted to help, but because of the homophobia, mm. they forced it. They forced him to uh, be a fraud. So, 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 right. so, so, yeah. so she has no proof of this or whatever. But, but, but they're homo. Even though um, they made him start doing uh, uh, tweet pitches for McDonald's and stuff, yeah, we made they, they, the homophobia made him do that. Yeah, yeah, their homophobia made him hog all the camera time and mm. and raise all this money and then leave and then say he was an organizer in the ground when he wasn't because he wasn't organizing. He was just taking pictures and then, right. And then, um, make a book jumping in front of cameras and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then make a book claiming that he was, uh, in or- organizing, uh, the masses and stuff. It was their homophobia. did all that. It's, 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 it's incredible, but yeah. Well, you know what the, the beautiful thing is, you know, I think, uh, even though I think we as a people have short-term memories, there's a lot of, you know, you can't run away from the, the Twitter. You can't run away from the YouTube. People are, you know, people can pull your file quicker and easier. And it's, it's going to be a little bit harder to, you know, shove these people. I mean, they're trying, but it's just not, you know, you see it. It's not working. And and, and I'll, I'll say this. Uh, Darren Seals, before he died, that last year or so, he was really active on on Twitter. Like he kind of realized, like you know, this is something I have to put in my toolbox. And he didn't bring a lot of people mm-hmm. with him to Twitter. Unfortunately, I think a lot of uh, people in his town and his city, you know, were still uh, on fa- on Facebook. But yeah, I like that this happened, uh, where this woman took this guy's video and his gate crashing and put it on Twitter. And I would love for more and more of these people to get like more social media savvy, use everything in the toolbox. Cause, cause, um, this crowd is very good at using everything from Tumblr to, uh, Twitter to Facebook to Instagram. And they know how to use each thing for each purpose. And that's one thing I'll give, uh, a lot of these, um, people who came up off of ferguson is that they knew how to use uh twitter like i wish i could even like help like help um hit these people just like different social media game because i feel like that's a big part of it when it comes to raising awareness for stuff you can't do a whole movement on twitter because if so um these people would have had results by now but at least with the awareness building part you know because they seem to be doing good from what he described with the work they're doing right they seem to be doing good stuff on the ground there. They just aren't able to notify enough people about it because they don't know how to raise awareness. Yeah. Whereas someone like DeRay, that's the opposite. He does nothing on the ground, but he can raise a lot of awareness of, of his brand like like crazy. You know, so so when you ask them like what they've done, you try to ask what Black Lives Matter has done. You ask what DeRay's done. They've done nothing. But Well, they did the work, man. But they got what everybody to know the names. They're doing the work. And they're getting invited that's to the, the work. But all right. Yep. And the White House. Oh, and the White House. But yeah, I'm done. I don't want people to get scared of your um, Buffalo Bill voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's so creepy. It's like it's creeping me out to hear it. <laughs> Put the lotion in the basket. All right, man. Uh, always a pleasure, man. And we'll talk soon. Ditto.